Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Quite literally in Barnes and Nobles. Like I just saw this. Can I pause you there? Yeah. Is it Barnes and Nobles with an S? Hmm? I thought it was just Barnes and Noble. Is it not Barnes and Nobles? I thought it was just Barnes and Noble. You could be right. Because it, it's really bugging me. You said it twice, and let me just double check you there. I gotta get a Barnes and no, there's no S. You idiot. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Two Ramble Podcast with uh, Richard and Austin. Oh, there we go. This is going to be. You know, to to like uh, people like my mom who says that I talk too much in the podcast. Um, Prove well, guess her what? Right. <laughs> guess yeah. what? We're gonna double down. Uh, this book, this whole day is about John Gwen's The Bloodsworn series, um, specifically about The Hunger of the Gods, which just recently came out. Clarification: I did get a review copy from Orbit, which I think is pretty cool. You know, first ever review copy of a book. However, I got impatient, and so I bought the book before the pre the um, review copy came in. So I have two copies. So two copies of Hunger of the Gods. Yeah, I'm pointing at the right one. Yes. Yeah, yeah there we go. So th- this is a cool format. I have not read these two books. Yeah. Richie has read these two books in this series. So we're gonna kind of approach this in a way of him convincing me to read the books. So if you guys out there have read them and are looking to see someone's perspective, that whether he enjoys them or not, he's going to rate them. Mm-hmm. And if you've never read these books, uh, just look at me and be, be an audience member like me, yeah. seeing if we should read it or not. So instead of a standard kind of review, it's me trying to convince you to actually read these books. Yes. yes. Um, the only So I will keep it as spoiler-free as possible, except for if I'm talking about characters in this book, obviously they survived this book. I will let... I will cut at that point if you don't want to be spoiled for that. But other than that, I will not spoil anything beyond that. Awesome. Let's get into it then. Start us off. All right. So Shadow of the Gods uh, came out a little while ago, I believe, two years ago. Maybe a year and a half ago. Okay.-ish. And came out of the gate with one of the best covers in modern fantasy. Just pretty, pretty just solid. just great. It delivers on the promise of Big Dragon. So, Big Dragon, Tiny People. The series is about a Norse um, Norse mythology fantasy world. The gods are real, and they look like that. Um, one of the coolest things that really turned me on to the book is when I was flipping through it in Barnes & Nobles, the front cover has a picture of the map of the world. And in the northern part of the world, the mountain range is actually a gigantic snake, like the bones of a snake, the dead god, uh, that that makes up the mountain range, is the bones of a dead god. 
and one of the cities is inside the skull of the snake. That gave me butterflies, and that's not a good thing. Like, that's, <laughs> that's not a normal thing to happen. No, I, that's, that's what got me to read the book. Like, the cover and then the map. Super cool. Super cool of it. Is this set in medieval time, technology-wise? Swords and bows? Viking. Oh, Viking. Okay. I, yeah. You did say that. My bad. So yeah. it's swords, so, shields. In a book and in storytelling, what do you generally... What's your kind of favorite stuff to read about? What's your favorite kind of plot lines and things? Favorite plot lines, good revenge stories, always great, but I love a nice fellowship. So if there's a band, there if go. there's a team that gets together, we have a whole journey with me and a couple of, couple of uh, other people going around and going to put the ring in Mordor. Aren't you, well, you get a little bit of both. In, you get both in this one. You get revenge and you get fellowship. Oh, yeah. So okay. there are three POVs in Shadow of the Gods. And one is, if you don't want to be spoiled at all, don't, uh, you know, stop here. <laughs> I'll be talking about basic plot of what the story is about. Hey, I haven't read it here. I'm ready to, don't, don't yeah, spoil uh, it. Just give a... Exactly. Yeah. So, one character, her name is Orca, and she is a Viking mother who goes on a quest of revenge to get her son back and to avenge her husband. That's her thing. Cool. She is by far the best part of the book. Like she got kept me coming back. I love Orca. Is she, she named Orca after killer whales? I have no idea, but that works. Maybe. Okay. I'm imagining she's just I'm probably pronouncing badass. it wrong too because like that's just my American head. Like, got it. I-, I can't pronounce many of the words in here. Was it O R C A? Something like that. Like, uh, it has to be Orca if it's O-R-C-A, right? O-R-K-A. Oh, it's Orca. Orca. Ah, yes. Know, something like that. Anyway, so you got that. You got your revenge story. Okay. Then you got Varg. And he is, joins a sort of fellowship. <laughs> it's your classic slave to, like, your underdog slave story becomes free and joins this, like, really well-renowned fellowship this group this hunting mercenary band so i i unironically gave you my two favorite oh yeah genres without knowing what this was we didn't plan this those are my two favorite oh yeah genres in fantasy mm-hmm. and it's revenge and it's fellowship yep basically that's sick is there any other genre mixed in there there's one um hmm. any other trope maybe maybe we're using the wrong term but so that's so i guess i don't know how you would describe this trope so that's there's two there's the Slave joins the joins the ragtag group, you know, joining the fellowship kind of group. Okay. Then there's the. Is that a little hero's journey, maybe? Quite Slave a bit. the hero type. Thing? Oh yeah, like okay. your your classic underdog story. Got it. And then you have your last one, which is, I guess, the weakest aspect of this book. It is a story of. Honestly, I can't even. Oh. Can't even remember her name. <laughs> that that hurts. No, I mean the other two names are sick. It's Orca and what did you say? Varg. Varg. My yeah. God. So don't want to mess with the Orca only problem. Oh, thing is, she's actually El. Uh, Elvar. Elvar. She gets much better in book two. Okay. She's far more interesting. But in the first one, it's good. Uh, she's kind of on a journey for to get gold, and she wants to make it on her own without her her father's uh, influence. So her father's an important person. She wants to get beyond his shadow. Okay. And, you know, 
that that's her story. Not as interesting. Cool action. Enjoyable. But the emotional heart is Orca. And then Varg as well. Okay. What would you give this first book? And is it called Shadow of the Gods? So I have Shadow that right. of the Gods. So, yeah. Shadow of the Gods. What's your rating? Because we have a rating system here yeah. where you'll give your out of 10 rating, but also mm-hmm. we go break down to five categories. So yeah, I give this one a 7.6. 7.6 out of 10 for 7. the book. 7.6, which for me, that's a that's dang good score. That's you good. Know, that, that's really Especially good for a book. You're pretty critical on books. Yeah, I, I try to be pretty critical on it. Like, Just I'm, because you've read a lot. So you have a yeah. bigger perspective. Like I would rate... Um, John Gwen's other series, um, Faithful and the Fallen, yeah. which I liked. I very much enjoyed. It got better every book, but I would rate it less okay. than this series. So this is a 7.6 out of 10. Then yeah. what about the five categories? Five categories. Emotional impact, give it a 7.5. Okay. And it would be higher if not for Elvar. Orca, like if it was just Orca. 10. 10. Okay. I love Orca. She's great. It's, what about Varg? Where's love for my guy? Varg's Varg. very good. But not as good as Orca. Okay. Like, she was so good that I really wanted just more of her. That's not fair to Varg or really Elvar, but anyway. Gotcha. Then uh, characters, seven. Same deal. Really like Orca a lot. Very much enjoy Varg. Other than him being a slave and kind of... he He's an insert. He's more of an insert character where he doesn't know much about the world. So... You're the reader, so you kind of find out a lot more about the world through him. Nice. Wish there was more. There is. Uh, we'll get good to that. We'll get later. the book too, yeah. And then plot, solid seven, very enjoyable, very good. Okay. Didn't nothing like kind of blew me out of the water of like where's this going? Like I wasn't. I kind of knew where stuff was going. Something but groundbreaking, I, but it's a exactly. fun plot. But I very much enjoyed the plot. So. Solid is a seven is a solid score for me. Dialogue is an eight. I I enjoyed the Viking language, like the Viking uh, sounding words, and just it it definitely added to the. It didn't it didn't feel like your classic, uh, medieval fantasy or your it felt unique using the dialogue, so that's enjoyable and a bunch of new fantasy words added in. Really kind of cloak, like really tied it together. Nice, nice. World building, 8.5. The map. Some really good world building. Oh, yeah. World building. That serpent. Oh, yeah. The serpent is so cool. And the the world building of it and how many different creatures and how the gods have like left this impact on the world and they're physical and real. It's kind of a cool aspect of like they treat their gods very negatively. Awesome. So you're, you're, Category by category total mm-hmm. is 7.6 for the total of the book. Yeah. Recommend. Yeah. Very, very much recommend. And especially because the second book gets better. Awesome. So it gets better. Definitely read it. So second book, what is the overview of this is Hunger of the Gods? Did I get that Hunger, right? Yep. You got it. Okay. Hunger of the Gods. So I gave this one an 8.4 out of 10. That's pretty high for you. That is pretty high. That's solid. Ooh. Well, especially because Elvar's uh, storyline in this one significantly improves. Okay, so for Elvar from book one to book two, Elvar gets significantly better. Yeah. Okay. Orca is just as awesome, maybe even a little better. So 10.1? How's that possible? I know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, so she's knocking it out of the park. Okay. Varg maybe dips a little bit of interest, 
in this in the second book. Just about as good as the first, but okay, less page time. Devoted it's still to it. Viking story continuation from book one. What is there a different tone? Is there a different genre? Does it go after a different story? Is it still revenge focused? Yes, it is revenge focused. However, the first book is almost nonstop. It is a rush to the end. Like so, if someone here loves revenge stories. Yeah, get on it right now. Like it is a it is a fast paced book. Okay. Second slows down a little bit. Takes its pacing takes a wise? bit more time. Yeah, exactly. So pacing wise, slow down a bit. I like that it explores way more of the world. Through all of more throughout through all of the characters actually. Okay. But the reason why I think you should definitely read it is because I've known with uh I remember you telling me like I don't bother watching Game of Thrones at this point because the ending I don't. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't because the ending because yeah. the ending sucks and it just gets worse, you know? And I would think that way of like a lot of other different properties where maybe it starts out great, but ends poorly or just gets worse. Yeah. Honestly. Like the, uh, honestly, Star Wars is at that point, you know? The newest trilogy. I don't yeah, think I anyone mean, loves it. There's just, it's such a mixed bag. Like, eh. But why, you're saying why for started? this, it's getting better. Exactly. It's getting better. Covers are awesome. It's a unique um, unique setting. Oh, yeah. Uh, from from last week, this will carry over better. You want you wanted out of the Northmen. We just a watched revenge, the Northmen, a yeah. Viking movie yeah. last week, and all. Yeah. You wanted from the Northmen a good, awesome Viking story. Yeah, Viking revenge story. This Viking revenge story. Nice. Okay. So I'll, I'll give it that. This can supplement. Yes. Exactly. So, for the categories, I gave Emotional Impact for Hunger the Gods uh, an 8.5. Okay. Characters, an 8. Uh, plot, an 8. Dialogue, 8.5. Same as 4. Um, dialogue, uh, world building, a 9. Hit the 9. Yep. World building can hit the 9 there. Then what is the total out of 10 for Hunger the Gods? 8.4. 8.4. So, 7.9, then 8.4. Mm-hmm. Recommend. Would you say highly recommend? Definitely. Okay. And I am... So the series is a total. Read this. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited for the third book. I think it's going to be a trilogy. Okay. I think. Any ETA and one is coming up? Didn't this just come out recently? It did. It came out just, uh, I think, less than a month ago. Okay. So pretty pretty early in. And what about the author, John Gwendon? Am I saying his name right? Yeah, he's a fairly new author. I get not really, but oh, so he has so he has that trilogy is that behind me or oh, four, four, bo- four four books so four books that? in that Four's series trilogy? that's in the the faithful and the fallen and then there's also a sequel trilogy or quadology okay uh, after that which actually takes place in the same world but like a hundred years in the future is he have not gotten to that one yet I mean it was his first. Got it. Um, I'd say he's probably more known for this book. Okay. Mainly the cover, but the book is like, I think his best work so far. So this is his best series to go. How'd you discover him? Quite literally like in Barnes and Nobles. Like I just saw this. Like, I, can I pause you there? Yeah. Is it Barnes and Nobles with an S? Hmm? I thought it was just Barnes and Noble. 
Is it not is Barnes and Nobles? I thought there was just Barnes and Noble. You could be right. Because it, it's really bugging me. You said it twice, and let me just double check you there. I gotta get a Barnes and no. There's no S. You idiot. You know what? I'm gonna keep calling it that. <laughs> I'll do it purposely, just to piss me yeah, off. Yeah, no, at this point, like I call things what I want. <laughs> like I, I, like I call Catan Catan instead of Catan or whatever it's supposed to you know, be. I'm gonna call this hungers of the god. Add, add plurals everywhere. But okay, John Gwen, what do you think? But yeah, I I really like John Gwen. You look up a picture of him; he looks like a Viking. Okay, now I gotta look up a picture. He of him. he looks just so cool. Uh, I'm very much uh, a fan. <laughs> the picture I look up of him, he has a shield behind him. That's yeah, not even I fair. <laughs> what? He has a glorious beard. Just oh. Did he pay Google or something to make this picture look that badass? That's... He looks majestic. He does. I'm gonna put a picture of him up here because that's yeah. actually badass. Okay. So yeah, um, I'd highly recommend. I'm trying to think of anything else to convince you. Like, well, oh, yeah, I don't know if that's much of a convincing. I know you love Kaladin from so Stormlight you, Archives, of course. Where this has a, a tinge of Kaladin. Although in, my Varga. second favorite character in Stormlight, because you know I hold a special place in my heart for, for Dalinar. Dalinar. Dalinar is the best. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Is or Adeline. Any, Oof. Is there any of that in? Nah, there's no, there's no Dalinar equivalent in. There's in no the Dalinar form. anywhere. He's one of a kind. Yeah, that's. Mm. I'm trying to think. Is there like a Dalinar equivalent in any of these? Is like, there a more badass? Would you say? Okay, here's a good comparison. Hmm. Who's more badass, Orca or Dalinar? Oh, because I'll, Orca, from what you said, I'll be honest, yeah. and I love Dalinar. Uh huh. Love him. That's a hard question. I think they're pretty good. they're pretty close. So that's the most that's the biggest thing you could have done to convince me to read these yeah. books. That that did it. Because if you're yeah. saying Orca in here competes with Dalinar's epicness, that's that's saying a lot. There's that's some, just, that's some big praise to John Gwen because Oh, there's something wow. just so cool. <laughs> I, I, I say that about. as if he's watching, like, oh big praise to you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Person at uh, you know Orbit Orbit Books, you know, send this. Yeah, this imagine, way. <laughs> yeah, they're watching, going, oh, these kids. But uh, no, Orca is. There's something so raw and awesome about like just this mama bear's rage, but just especially in this book, you you see this like kind of tough Viking woman, right. but there's so much history to her that you don't know, and how just brutal she can be when standing in the way of her kid so good all right it's so I'm enjoyable down. to watch her like i'm done with that mm-hmm. okay. okay so overall recommendation i'm overall in recommend. hopefully they're in yeah let's hope uh let us know if you've actually read the book or uh if you're planning on read it highly recommend just for the covers alone just to put that on your bookshelf of honestly I'm, i kind of want a poster of them Yes. They look pretty good. They, they do look sick. All and right. feedback for this one, if you guys like this, these kind of book reviews, let us know in the comments below. That That's, I'll be honest, half the reason why I wanted to do this podcast is so I could talk about books more often. Then I realized that my uh, my friend and co-host doesn't read his, all the books that I read, so I it makes it a little difficult. I try my hardest. I know. Well, you're busy doing literally the podcast. Yeah, this is so, like, all the edit. You do that, you're trying to write, like, I get it. It's just sad for me. <laughs> like, uh, I have all these books I want to talk about. And, like, 
You've read two of them. Three. Three of them. You've read three of them. Warbreaker. Four. I'll give Edge you four. Dancer. That doesn't count. It does. No, Lift it doesn't. Counts. It's not a whole book. It's a novella. <laughs> it's a novella. I, did I listen to I did listen to that audiobook, too. I bought you Rhythm of War on audiobook. I bought you Way of Kings. That is true. Th- this guy I got, got you started. He, he got me started into reading again. Knowledge. So. And then I was a hypocrite and didn't read it for like a year. Oh, I know. He's <laughs> like, oh, you got to read this book. I heard good things. <laughs> but, okay. And then I sunk thousands. Oh. God. Well, anyway, uh, let us know what you think down in the comments below. See you next week. Have a fun one. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.